0: What would I like to change? What would I prefer? Now you're putting your car in drive, or at least out of park, because if you keep looking at what you want that you don't have, what you want that you don't have, or what's missing, what's missing, what's missing, you get more of what's missing, and you never get to your bucket list dream job or career.
1: Sometimes a bucketless career is a culmination of many pivots from totally different industries. And does it matter how many versions of your career you have, as long as you get to the right one for you eventually? I'm Crystal Laurie. Welcome back to the podcast. Christine Meyer, my guest today, was in real estate, insurance. She was a personal trainer. She owned a brick and mortar fence business for a while. And she sees all of that as the necessary step she had to take to get to her ultimate career destination, life coaching. Christine's guided hundreds of clients over two decades, many of them accomplished entrepreneurs just looking for more. Author of the new book, Keep It Simple, Smarty Pants, love that title, Christine shares what she learned about herself in this episode through her unconventional career path and how it empowered her to find her calling. Christine, it's great to have you joining on the podcast. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me, Krista. I'm actually really grateful we were connected by a former guest of mine. You know, the networking in the podcasting world is real, even though I'm kind of new to this. And I'm sure the same goes for the coaching community.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We are networking people and wanting to assist everybody in having what they want. Totally. So you have glowing reviews as
1: a successful life coach. Good for you. You've been doing it for 20 plus years. So you're really a pioneer in this area, I would say. And you also have this nonlinear path, which makes you perfect for bucket list careers. And we're going to delve into that too. But I want to start with what really lights you up about being a life coach?
0: I like it when somebody makes the connection to how powerful they are and how amazing they are and how able and capable they are and unlimited possibilities for themselves and realize that they have been and always will be creating that. And that anything is truly, while that sounds glib, maybe anything truly is possible. And when they tune into and discover that their thoughts create their life, and what they tell themselves, it's so powerful when they keep making those associations of, I thought that, I felt that, that happened. Mm -hmm. And then the ability to be able to change their mind about something, change their stories and change their perspectives. It's so fulfilling to me. Oh, I can imagine. And I know personally
1: more and more people, accomplished individuals who are searching for more and turning to life coaches like you. And we'll definitely get your takeaways in this episode a little later on because, you know, I've actually promised my listeners, I want to bring more and more coaches on, career coaches, life coaches, to help break down all these great stories we're hearing to kind of wrap it up a little bit for us. So that's going to be an important component of this particular episode. But your story also, I feel, has a lot of teachable lessons because you have multiple pivots. You've worn various hats, been in different industries. Walk us through that and tell us what brought you here. To life coaching? Yeah, I mean, it's a path that I think we are excited to delve into because it seems like an evolution for you.
0: It absolutely was. It wasn't a, I know I want to be a life coach, any sort of thing. I didn't even know about life coaching when I blundered into it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I find really interesting. I really was an entrepreneurial person from the get-go. That's what I saw growing up. And I took different paths, but each step along the way, I did enjoy. And they were all business-related. Mm-hmm. They were all exploring different aspects of myself. And they were all combining the desire to be of value. Mm-hmm. So that every position I had was helpful to someone in some way. I really like that. I like being a catalyst. I like being... Helpful. I like being of value in some way and contributing to someone's business or someone's anything, someone's desires for. I used to sell fence. Fences. Owned a fencing business. Right.
1: And we laughed because my daughter actually is a fencer as in the sport.
0: That's awesome. And
1: when I first read your bio, I thought you had a fencing business in that sense. But run us down the list because you have been in lots of different areas. Real estate, insurance. You were also a personal trainer. And then you had this brick and mortar business. I might have left some out, but you have bounced around.
0: I have bounced around and truly I enjoyed Each step along the way was just the next right step. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy every position that I had. Every skill that I learned in each one of those places makes me a better coach for so many reasons. What do you think you
1: learned about yourself and how you've been able to apply that to what you do?
0: Finding satisfaction along the way, I think, was really something that I discovered was that I never left any of those positions or moved on to another position from a place of dissatisfaction. Hmm. I enjoyed I really did enjoy what I was doing I enjoyed serving each one of those careers each one of those avenues contributed to skills that I have now to the desires that were fulfilled from being in those different positions and following my path to not keeping myself in a box and thinking I had to only pick one so true.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, at least from my generation, I think we were raised to pick an area and become an expert there and you have to reach the pinnacle of that industry. And I don't know if that's necessarily the way, you know, later generations have viewed their career paths and how my daughter and my children will. Do you feel like you've encountered some judgment though? There are naysayers always, right? And I personally think what you've done is unafraid and honest with yourself, but how did you navigate Any negativity when it comes to people
0: saying, oh, can't you figure it out, Christine? I don't know that I paid attention. Good for you. Because I don't recall feeling or hearing that from anyone. If there was any of that, it would have been my own monologue occasionally. Mm -hmm. And weighing it against that societal thought that you should figure out what you want to do and you should stick to it. Follow your path and what's next. And for now or until because your desires keep evolving, you keep evolving, your interests expand. And from one place, you stand on a platform and might want something different. I think that's who we are. We keep evolving. So if I've been a life coach for 20 years, and I don't plan on going anywhere. I love what I do. I can't imagine myself doing anything different. But I'm so glad that I had other experiences.
1: Tell me about your client base. And of course, we're going to soon turn to the bucket list career listener profile because we want to give some takeaways from obviously your coaching wheelhouse. Tell me about the kind of people who come to you and how does it work? Because I've never been to a life coach.
0: Well the people who come to me are already accomplished and they've already figured out a lot of things. They might be on a path that is less traditional than most. Just give me a couple examples. Well they're entrepreneurs of some kind and they might have tried different things and they might have 20 different ideas or four or 10 or whenever they feel. And and usually they feel different from other people. They feel like they're meant for greatness, if you will. They feel called towards something and they might not always be sure what that something is, mm-hmm. but they have already achieved success. They have already achieved some level of accomplishment that other people can also nod and say, yes, that person is accomplished from that perspective, right? Right. They're also desiring to know how life works. They've reached this place in their life and they want more. And society kind of tells them, well, you shouldn't want more, but they want more. That's interesting. They want to figure it out. They want to know that what has happened for them or to them is not random. They want to know that they have been in charge and they want to keep being in charge of the creation of their life. The people who come to me want to know that really deeply. Did
1: you find that was more challenging in the pandemic, your coaching and reinforcing that feeling that it's not random? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like there was a loss of control, a collective loss of control among all of us and in our mindsets. Which I think has been great. Okay, so tell me what's teachable there and what you've been using in your
0: work. Because people try to control the conditions around them so that they can feel they're in this box of certainty or in this box of safety or in this box of known. Yeah, it's comforting. Can be. It can be. You can feel certainty even when there is uncertainty. You can feel free even when there is lockdown. And that's what my clients ultimately end up discovering is that the conditions or the people around them are not what are in charge of them and that they have full charge of their perspective, their thoughts, their emotions. And so in this pandemic that we are experiencing, that is a condition. We can't put blinders on and pretend that it's not happening. It is happening. But what are you going to make of it? Are you going to make the worst of it or the best of it? Are you gonna complain about it and lament that you wish it was different? Or are you going to find the benefits, find the gems, find the treasures, find those pieces that are really here for you, not against you? What are you going to tell yourself? And what are you gonna talk about relative to this in terms of pandemic, but anything? The earth is spinning in its orbit. The stars are in the sky every night. The sun rises and sets every single day. There's so much to focus on that is working versus this little point in time when you could use this to focus yourself into this place of, well, what is it that is important to me? What are my priorities? What do I want? And how do I want to feel? Because your most powerful moment is now. It just is. Take advantage of it that probably applies to everyone. But if we could narrow the
1: focus a little bit of the lens of the bucketless career person, maybe someone who is trying to achieve that dream gig or get closer or fine tune where they are now. Maybe they don't want to step off the path of the current industry they're in, but maybe they're just feeling like something's missing. So talk to me about that in terms of what you really want them to take away from this podcast and your teaching.
0: Often people think that they have to be dissatisfied with where they are to get to where they want to be. Hmm. And that goes against the laws of the universe. You can't think about what's bothering you without being more bothered. Interesting, yeah. You can't put your car in reverse and go forward. And so it's okay to recognize that you want more. We all do, no matter where you're standing. There's always something that you're going to be reaching for and not be living yet, but that's part of life. That's part of the expansion. That's part of what keeps us all alive is desire. Desire is a good thing, but where you stand relative to that desire is how you feel in this moment. And if there's something that feels like it's missing in your career, a lot of people would tend to say, well, what do you think is missing? And let's identify those things. That's a starting point, if you will. That's a starting point. But if you keep focusing on the missing, now you've got your car in reverse when you want to go forward.
1: See, so, you know, that's actually surprising to me because I would have thought, okay, what do I need to change is the beginning, but you're saying not necessarily the best one.
0: Well, it might be a beginning, but don't stay there. Right. So what would I like to change? What would I prefer? Now you're putting your car in drive, or at least out of park. Because if you keep looking at what you want that you don't have, what you want that you don't have, or what's missing, what's missing, what's missing, you get more of what's missing and you never get to your bucket list dream job or career. You just don't. It's going to keep missing. So that's a block
1: is what you're saying.
0: Right. So you have to decide that while I might not be living that, while I might have some sense of missing, how can I feel? more solid or stable or satisfying, right with where I am what do I like about where I am what does work for me even if you have 10 things that don't work for you where you are because you've identified those probably because you've, <laughs> you've complained about that and you've complained about that and you've complained about that so on yeah what does work for you you get a paycheck or it provides some kind of stability or you get to work from home or gosh, no, you have to decide to look for it, but it's a different pivot Mm -hmm. than focusing on what isn't working. Then you're more in the vision of the solution versus the problem. The problem births your desires, sure, but you have to focus on where you're going. Just like when you're driving your car, you don't focus on where you came from. Don't look back. A lot of people tend to make a list of pros and cons. Again, that's contradictory. It's fine to help the cons identify where you are, but let it clarify what you want and then focus on that.
1: Does that make sense? It does, 100%. What other blocks should we try to remove in order to make that progress? I mean, complaining, I've heard that before. Being grateful is a pro. Complaining is a block. Yeah, are there others that you've encountered that you could identify to say, if you can just drop this, you'll be in better shape in terms of growth?
0: Drop the yes buts. Hmm. A lot of people carry around but, 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 buts with them. Oh my God, that's so true. Drop the yes buts. That's helpful. Even though you're not living what you want yet, perhaps keep reaching for it. Keep telling a story that aligns you with that rather than here I am and I'm not where I want to be, is here I am and I'm moving toward that. Here I am and I'm looking forward to that. Here I am. And I'm not sure how I'll get there. Even that can be a little iffy. But it's not about covering up with words, how you feel. But it is about finding a way to feel good about where you are on your way to more. I love that. Let's talk about your book. Sure. It's out for not very
1: long, I think. So it is fairly new. And what are you trying to achieve with that?
0: the desire for writing that book the intention for writing that book was for people to understand how powerful they really are and how joyful they can be and it's to make that connection of you are the creator of your reality you are creating your life so here are some ways that you can understand that and how that's working for you it's really about understanding how you feel and how that fits into the bigger picture And how it's not new to hear that your mindset is important. It's not new to hear that your thoughts create. None of it is new. It's simply a reinforcement and a reminder of what you were born knowing, Hmm. and perhaps a little different twist on it that your emotions might not mean what you think they mean, and that you do have a soul, and that there is a relationship that's going on there that is not outside of you, and that you are born to be and feel good. I like it all. I mean, yes, you're right. Some of this is
1: universal and not necessarily new, but it's your take. And I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. Tell me where we can send listeners to find you on social media. And
0: I assume your book is on Amazon. Tell us the title. The title of my book is Keep It Simple, Smarty Pants. Cute. And you can find me on the web at christinemeyercoaching.com. And you can find me on Instagram, at Christine Meyer Coaching. And people, can they do virtual coaching with you? That's all I do is virtual coaching. And I've got something cooking for starting in the fall, a group thing that's going to be a lot of fun. And it's really going to focus on understanding how you create your life, how to intentionally, purposefully create your life, but joyfully and playfully live that life as
1: well. That sounds amazing. Christine, thanks so much for being on Bucket List Careers. I've really enjoyed meeting you. We'll be keeping our eye on you.
0: Thank you. It was a lot of fun.
1: I just want to say thanks for being a listener here on Bucket List Careers. I'm Krista Laurie, and I'm grateful you're joining me on this awesome podcasting journey. I'm loving it so far. But let's do it together. DM me with feedback or a great guest idea. What do you want to hear more of? I'm at Crystal Laurie on Twitter and LinkedIn, at Bucketless Careers on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again. Be well. An ironic media
0: production. Visit us at IronicMedia.com.